the last word on travel. With KLM Royal Dutch Airlines, new premium comfort class. Enjoy extra legroom on selected intercontinental flights. It's time now for our weekly travel spot with Sarah Slattery from travelexpert.ie. And Sarah, we're into November now. It's the time when a lot of our listeners are possibly acting upon your recommendations in relation to Christmas markets. But let's just concentrate on one city which is big for the Christmas market. And that's Prague in the Czech Republic because you're just back from Prague. And I think you've been sort of knocked out by what you saw, were you? Yeah, it was absolutely gorgeous. I was there about... 25 years ago I think but I was probably too enjoying the beer too much because I didn't remember it being that gorgeous um, like the the main I, I, it's funny you remember certain things and Wenceslas Square was one of the squares I remembered um, but actually it's nothing compared to Old Town Square Old Town Square is just incredible it's uh, right in the heart of the, of the historic centre and it's a it, the historic centre is a world um, a UNESCO heritage site now but it's, it's almost like it's just this picture perfect um, um, mix of architectural styles. It's almost like something out of a movie set. Like this, you even kind of think Disney at some point. Everything is perfect. It's beautiful. Um, and you can understand why people say Prague rivals Paris for, for beauty because it really is. You're kind of looking around going, you know, it's amazing. Nothing has been touched by war or any other. Um, it's, it's it's all immaculate. So definitely Old, Old Town Square was something that... Um, With the astronomical clock as exactly, well. Exactly, yeah, absolutely Tell stunning. Tell us about that. That, uh, yeah, I mean, you kind of have to see it when you're there. It's a beautiful building. It's the oldest working, uh, functioning clock in the world. Um, and it, it, it's, uh, it, it, it has the show on the hour. Now, the show is a little bit underwhelming, but you have to stand around and wait for it anyway. Um, it's last 45 seconds. And, uh, yeah, it, I, w- I wouldn't say it's, it's the best thing in Prague, but certainly when you're, you're going to be in Old Town Square anyway, so you're, you're there, you have to see it. But the, the building itself is absolutely beautiful. And going into Old Town Square, tell us about the Charles Bridge, because yeah. that's pretty old as well. Yeah, like it, it, it dates back to 1402, I think, and it connects um, Old Town Square with Prague Castle. So that was one thing we found about, about Prague. Now, the public transport is fantastic, by the way, and you can even tell tap on the trams so you don't even need to buy the tickets you can just tap and go um, but we walked to most places because like from the, the main historic centre you can walk across Charles Bridge and be in Prague Castle I'd say Charles Bridge is very beautiful in itself isn't it? Absolutely gorgeous it's lined with statues of uh, uh, Catholic saints you've got all little people, uh, souvenirs and people doing characters in the middle and it's, it's absolutely gorgeous you've got towers at either end and you can climb to the top of the tower at um, the Old Town Square and get a gorgeous view of the city as well um, but just walking across it is gorgeous, you know. And then it, it also brings you over to the other side of the city where Prague Castle is. And tell and us a bit about Prague Castle because that is enormous, isn't it? I think this regarded as the largest castle complex in the world. It's it's like 70,000 square metres, I think, if I got that right. Um, it's it's unbelievable. Like, it's more like a village. Like, it doesn't feel like a castle. You're walking around and there's palaces and churches and it's like a, it's like a big Do village. Do you need a guide for it? We didn't have a guide. We were only really had two days in Prague. So we were kind of doing a lot of running around. But um, definitely, uh, I'd say a guide would be ideal to see it properly. But you can't, even just to go yourself, if you if you don't have time for a guide or you haven't booked it, it's definitely worth a visit anyway. And within the castle, there's a big cathedral yeah. at the core of it, isn't there? That's right, St. Vitus Cathedral. And you can go inside that. Um, you can also climb to the top of it, which we did, 287 steps. Um, but it has a fabulous view of Prague. Uh, I would imagine probably similar of 
from, from Charles Bridge, but it's, I suppose it's they're the opposite end, so two different perspectives. Um, but you, but like even that, like I think it was six euro to climb to the top. What about Malastrana? So where uh, Prior Castle is, is in this area of Malastrana, which if people are Googling, it's a little bit confusing for accommodation because Malastrana is also called Lesser Town, Little Quarter, um, loads of different names, but it's all the one area. It's a... It's the oldest part of Prague and it's where the castle is, but it has the most gorgeous streets, very little crowds. There's loads to see in there as well. So you could nearly spend a whole day in that side. But in saying that, you can just walk from one to the other in 20 minutes. So depending on how much time you have. But you've lots of things there. You've got like the John Lennon Wall, which you'll come across, which is, um, I suppose, a symbol of, uh, it's just, it's a graffiti wall that was used, you know, during communism as a protest. And then it, the authorities would come and wipe it clean the next day and there'd be more poems and messages and everything on it. So that's definitely worth And this is where the actual child of Prague is. I mean we hear the replicas been put out in Ireland to ward off bad weather on particular days. This is where the actual original yeah, is. We actually saw it and uh, change his costume and everything. We went into the church there you can literally just pop in. That's in Malastrana as well um, and uh, yeah that's that's the, we, we get good weather if you put it outside for your wedding or something wasn't that, was that, wasn't that the thing. So yeah I mean there's loads of um, like there's loads of things to see in Malastran itself and it's where the castle is so I'd say you'd need, nearly need a full day there I hear you went on a drinking tour yeah um, well sure you'd have to try the beer like you know when you're in Prague but uh, there's loads of different tours you can do um, the beer tours are very popular and depend on who you're going with just check them out like some of them there's a three there's beer tours that, were, that also take in like walking tours of the city as well. Yeah. So like there's a 90 minute tour um, and where beer tastings and cheese and crackers and it's like 25 euro or something like that. You can do three hour tours and then finish up in a brewery. You'd visit three different breweries. You finish up in one and you can have as much beer as you want. You can stay there for the night. Like So, I mean, obviously that's going to attract a different crowd. But like, like there's loads of different options for that. There's also brandy tours. We did a really interesting brandy tour, um, which is one of the national fruit drinks, their fruit brandy um, in, um, in the Czech Republic. So, yeah, like there's lots of different options for things like that as well. And you went to the opera? We did, yeah, far from the opera I was where it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would would never, certainly wouldn't class myself as a big opera fan, but the experience was incredible. Um, we so went, what did you see and where? Uh, so Mozart's Don Giovanni opera was actually premiered in uh, the Estates Theatre in Prague back in 1787. And um, it's still shown there today. So that's what we went to see. It's quite, it was incredible history to be in the actual theatre. And we were in a, a box. I, like, I felt like royalty, to be honest, uh, in this box watching the, watching the show. I mean, it's three hours long. You'd want to watch, you'd want to enjoy opera, but just the experience itself was incredible. Like the ticket for that box was like 50 euro. I mean, you would, I would assume it would be three, four times that amount anywhere else. Like the prices are so good. So it was definitely worth it for the experience alone. Uh, something I'll never forget anyway. And eating out, you went to a place called the Municipal House. Now, why was that important? Yeah, definitely. Um, if you if you want something for a special occasion, I'd say don't miss it. Um, it was the location for um, the Czechoslovakia's independence and it's a beautiful building. I mean, you walk in and it's incredible. It's just the setting alone is beautiful. But the food was 
excellent the service kind of Michelin star style um, we had like Kier Royale we had a fabulous bottle of wine and it was less than 150 euros for two uh, but just a fabulous experience and this was like Michelin star quality yeah. do you think because that's what is sort of almost like a basic night out for two yeah. costs in Dublin no, these days I mean the, the price in Prague were just incredible um, and there's loads of these kind of cheaper um, you know typical Czech cuisine restaurants and stuff like that so it's just if you wanted something different and kind of wanted to splash out I'd say definitely go there and what's the manifesto market? This is the uh, the opposite, I suppose. But, you know, with the Czech cuisine, it's quite... Well, it'll suit our Christmas markets, people, all right. It is quite kind of wintry. There's a lot of, um, like, goulash and soups and stews and things like that. So Manifesto Market is just really nice. If you want kind of something different, you want international cuisine, it's a fantastic market. There's 16 different um, international cuisines there. We went there and, oh, my God, everything we had. We'd like Ukrainian dumplings and Korean kimchi and uh, tacos and everything. But the food was fabulous. Um, and what's it's it's a real kind of trendy place. There's a swimming pool in the middle of it and an attractive roof I'd say in the summer like the people see people dancing in their bikinis and everything but uh, it's coming to Dublin so it's owned by an Irish guy or American Irish guy Martin Barry is his name and he's just uh, got the lease on Andrew's Church, St. Andrew's Church there in St. Dublin. St. Andrew's Street Church there Andrew's in Dublin, Church, too. Dublin yeah, too. Very close to here. And um, it's going to be opening here in 2025. So it was really cool to see it. Like, it's going to be amazing. They don't take the euro, though, do they? No, and that's one thing to watch out for because we're so used to travelling with our euros now. So you definitely need to get some money changed. Now, you can tap everywhere. I mean, you can even tap, as I said, on the tram. Um, but definitely no harm to have some cash if you want street vendors and things like that. And plenty of flights are there from Ireland to Prague. Yeah, Aer Lingus, I think. We flew at Aer Lingus and I think they fly five times a week, maybe six, I should have checked that. Um, actually, they have a sale on at the moment, um, 20% off between now and the 13th, 13th of March. March I think, so it, yeah. that's worth mentioning. And then Ryanair fly uh, daily as well. And it's only a two-hour, 20-minute flight and it's only about 30 minutes into the city centre from the airport. Sarah Slattery from the travelexpert.ie. Thank you for talking to us about Prague. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.